This Minnesota Vikings preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars, win bet, and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off. You go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I'm gonna assume that was just extreme, an extremely <laughs> meta dig at Kirk Cousins' inability to throw the ball. Yes, I did uh, slam the mic stand with my hand <laughs> when doing my sweet follow through to the uh, to the <laughs> to the camera. It does. No, I, I don't get enough credit because. A lot of times I have a drink here. So to thread the needle underneath the mic arm directly to the camera again, Ryan, it's, it's two days for us. It's training camp. I for like, us. I feel like we need to move. You're a lefty. We need, or wait, you're, go, you're throwing with the right hand. Yes, though. I throw with my right. I write with my left ambidextrous. Always again, throws it, me is, off. it is training camp for us too, because uh, you know, the defense, AKA this hard mic stand is ahead of the offense. Nothing to get worried about. Don't get all too fired up about the camp reports. All right, we're talking uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, and uh, Derek Stevens was on the um, was the uh, intro uh, a spot there, and uh, I, you saw the viral video of like Circus Sportsbook where the water was just pouring out. And then I don't know if you saw Derek; he did a he did a uh, video from the rooftop of Circus saying, "We never closed, kept it open all night." Shout out to my crew, and uh, oh man, can't wait he, to go back and hang he, out there. Uh, he's got he's he's just a dude. Uh, like no matter. Derek Stevens, Ryan dog. He uh, is, he is a true dog. I think there is a, a certain element of authenticity that you can only achieve when you meet the guy. Cause the video, I mean, no offense to the videos he does. It, it's not him coming across in there. You know, it's somewhere between Rodney Dangerfield and just like, just <laughs> a dude from like the Midwest somewhere. Yeah. Very and, personable. And yeah, I just, you know, Yes. What's uh, the guarantee? Good. I, I think they're, uh, yeah, the circuit contest. I'm sure we'll be talking about it later. We'll, we'll get Derek on the show. Uh, 2 million, I think, this year. So it's going to be, and obviously, we're will be, we be entering? Yes. Of course, right. No, we're going to take a week off. Will we be entering the survivor twice this year? Just in <laughs> case we lose immediately, we'll have something yeah, so to we talk about. We need two survivor entries. Okay. Uh, we, I think we jinxed our survivor play by not taking the Texans. Week one, the ultimate onions play to the survivor. That was the kind of mojo you need. Talked about it all off season. Yeah, and then we've chickened out. Uh, what else is going on? Oh yes, football is back Thursday with the Hall of Fame game. 
we're going to do a countdown Q and a show from four 30 Pacific to uh, 5 PM Pacific. Wow. You guys can exact call in times. Wow. Well, it, uh, the game starts at five. Maybe we won't stop exactly at five, but uh, you can call in on the discord. So if you haven't already went to sports gambling podcast.com slash discord, get in there, reserve your seat. Uh, so you can ask us, you know, NFL futures questions, whatever you want to get into. Uh, we will be talking anything, off, football anything off the table. Any uh, any no fly zone areas? Uh, no, no. I don't want to hear Danny AMA. once. No Danny's. Only Danny. Only Danielle. Danielle Jones. Oh, we got Danielle Hunter coming up in this episode. That's a real Danielle. And you're talking about real sports books, of course. Win bet, baby. So many active states. More on the way. Coming soon. I gotta do head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T so we so they know we sent you, right? Help out the program there. And a uh, $50 bet gets $200 in free bets. They got a bunch of other fun contests coming up. So much great stuff over on WinBet, including that parlay wheel. Spin it. Let's fire up that parlay wheel. Let's go. And again, 100% match up to $1,000 on the casino. Oh, oh, and MLB reduced juice. So many reasons to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. Offer subject change terms, conditions at winbet.com. Also, 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Let's go, Ryan. Shout out to Chad Graham in the YouTube chat saying, OMG, you guys are sales forecast spreadsheet saviors. Love that I can make it live. LFG. Mudoff Manji in the chat. Mm. Check him out. Baseball gambling podcast. He's a busy man. For MLB gambling podcast, propcast. So much uh, content coming at you. Working on a top secret project right now. I don't want to. I don't want to um, bury the fact that we're about to preview the great Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Uh, a team that once uh, made made. Uh, you like that? You like that? Once made whoring on a boat a thing. Yeah. They were the original uh, boat trip, but Moon, Moon off maybe off working on a special project. New football feed loading for the fall. Incoming. So. More football is always a good thing. You wanted more football, we we give you more football. Minnesota Vikings 2020, they were 7 to 9 straight up, 6 and 10 against the spread. Last year 8 and 9, 9 and 8 against the spread. Um both those previous years went under their win total 8 and a half last year, 9 in 2020. Um yeah, I, you know, overall my takeaways on the Minnesota Vikings, I I do think the offense should be throwing the ball more. Of course, uh brought in a new head yeah. coach from the from the Rams system. Uh and you would expect like a little more, you know, passer friendly. Are we worried system. he's never called plays before? Well, Nick Sirianni never called plays, but then he ended up giving uh the play calling duties away. I I think that is Somewhat of a little, a little bit of concern uh, as far as the offense. People are people seemed very people seem to think very strongly that the offense is going to be fixed. Progressive mind, and I, I think like yeah, if you've never thrown called plays, it's kind of a big deal. But maybe it's not a big deal. Uh, I mean, Zach Taylor was like a QB coach before he got hired to the Bengals. To your point, Sirianni. Uh, I do, I do think people. 
and the community, the marketplace, I guess, based on like the odds and everything, they, they don't seem concerned at all about Mike Zimmer's ability to coach up players on the defensive side of the ball. They don't seem to be giving him any credit for being a decent coach. Yeah. And I think he which, was again, right? Like if he was the reason their offense was mediocre, only 16th in DVO, hilariously, they were 16th in DVOA offensively, defensively, and overall last year. Sounds about uh, right. Exactly. But you know, the concern for me would be like, okay, if he was holding them back to be the 16th uh, offense because of his, uh, you know, old school method of playing football too wide, run the ball. Then maybe he was helping to carry that 16th ranking in defense. And I do think there's been a slanderous Mike Zimmer sucks tour, mm. which is kind of crazy to me, Sean. This is a team that comically played in 14 one score games last year. 14! They went six and eight. If the ball bounces differently in a couple of those games, Mike Zimmer's not even fired. So for us to be listening no, and, and to people talking about how horrible his offensive schemes were, how horrible what he did to this team, again, we seem to be ignoring the fact that Kirk Cousins is a grown man who loses you football games. <laughs> we t- I, just talked about Carson Wentz, and it's the same shit. It is easy to throw, uh, you know, Zimmer, Zimmer, like uh, throw him under the bus, but. Overall, pretty solid tenure in Minnesota, 72, 56, and one. He won two playoff games, one with Kirk Cousins and one with Case Keenum. Uh, uh, I mean, he got Case Keenum to an NFC championship game. I think that's worth something. It's like, right? what are we mad about? The coach or the fact that we invested in a, a, a quarterback that's a gatekeeper, right? You, you, you're never going going to he, his ceiling isn't the top. No. Uh, his floor is high. <laughs> He's got a nice floor. But yeah. his ceiling just isn't the top, and, and yeah, look at the look at the past couple of years though: seven and nine, eleven and five, eight and eight, thirteen and three. Like, who knows? It just makes me sick. They could be they could be there for a bounce back here. And as a football guy, I I think and a man to see the way that people are talking <laughs> shit on Mike Zimmer. He really is a man's man. He's and a man's man who obviously he's got off the field interest. <laughs> Maybe you're jealous he's of that. One of those guys who will get penetration, but, but also I. I think we're just like everyone. We're just brush. I, I should. St- I'll stop saying everyone. A lot of people out there seem to be just brushing under the rug what his value was to the team's defensive side of the ball, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well now we got a Sean McVay guy, so the offense could be great. Eleven personnel. We're gonna have Dalvin Cook. We're Justin Jefferson's really good. It was. It was Adam Thielen might be done. Yeah, I, and then what? Well, KJ Smith. He gets K- hurt every year. KJ Osborne. The offensive line. A lot of question marks there. You know what? If the if the Vikings offensive line was on the New York Football Giants, hit the under, baby. We would be talking shit on it hard, or you would be talking shit on it hard. The interior is a black hole, and you're I, I telling think, me Kirk Cousin with no inter- like confident interior pressure. I think why you're slightly higher on the offensive line is their left tackle. He's a rookie last year. He's a hokey. I like him. Closed out the season pretty strong. So if he takes a step up and solidifies the left tackle, that I think will. I mean, PFF has them ranked uh, 19th, which I think probably could be fair. And and arguably, you could say it's uh, you know Kirk Cousins. I guess in his favor, he hasn't had the best of offensive lines in his career. So. I think there's a world where maybe they get up to 15, something like that. They're certainly by the eye test and they don't look like a top 10 offensive line, but getting back to the defense to me, 
Uh, they bring in Donatel, a uh, defensive coordinator. He was a, he was from uh, from the Broncos with Fangio. So he plans on playing a multi front scheme, meaning like three four and four three alternating. To me, what I worry about, is, and I look at their draft class. You know, like Lewis Sign, Andrew Booth Jr. All DBs, round, which was smart. Round one and two. Even uh, Evans, a cornerback from Missouri, in the fourth round. Like I, I think there's a world where this defense and secondary ends up being really good. Just not this year. I just, I think it's too much to ask for these guys first year in their league. It's like a new system, multi-front, and you're and you're bringing in a bunch of young talent into the secondary. It's like stuff that I think is good long term, but I, I'm, I'm worried it's gonna. Be it will tough for them in the short term. One hundred percent, it will be contingent on the pass rush, and I think that that's if you li- if you listen to anyone who followed team, the team closely last year, the team lived and died by the pass rush. And when the pass rush was healthy, the pass they were they were a decent team. They were getting home, and when when the pass rush went away due to injury, it was a problem. Kyle, a Viking oh. super fan, Canadian uh, all star, there saying Zimmer does suck. Let's go Vikings. It wasn't just last season. Also pointing out your awesome Winnipeg Blue Bomber shirt just that he sent in, which is really great. And he's pointing out that Vikings fans also hate Kirk Cousins. I did find it funny from uh, you know doing a, a low pass uh, on the Vikings subreddit that they refer to him as our captain uh, really many funny. times in the subreddit. Look at our captain go. Throwing some ball, it, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty great. And and Kirk Cousins, he's you mentioned gatekeeper. I think this is the perfect phrase, and you hear it all the time. In as far as the quarterback position, you can win with him, but not because of him. And Kirk Cousins really epitomizes that. Like he's not going to carry the team, put the team on his back, but you give him Justin Jefferson, you give him Dalvin Cook, yep. you, maybe KJ Osborne has a an increased role in the offense, and you're in you're in good position. I think they've, as we've gone through the preseason process, they become more and more interesting from a fantasy point of view. Like I'm not, I'm kind of kicking myself for not having some, some more Kirk cousins, like second team best ball sacks, because I do think there's a world where they're playing from behind. They're getting a bunch of easy garbage yards later on in the game. Definitely was in my takeaways. What, like okay, there there's a number of versions. Playing a dome, questionable defense, and the ability to pass the ball. Whether or not this team is is like successful winning and losing, I think there's a bunch of versions of this team where maybe the pat the defense the pass rush goes away due to injury again. The the defensive uh, backfield reinforcements the young guys they're not playing well. They're giving up a shit ton of points, and this offense is going out and just cherry picking down, you know, two touchdowns and, and, and scoring a lot of points. So I certainly, it made me reconsider Dalvin cook. Why is Dalvin cook not ranked higher this year? And so maybe that's something I'll, I'll go back and, and revisit. But again, like coming back to last year in the 14, one score game, Sean 10, were on the final play again. Like, th- like I do think there, there are a lot of cases to be made for this team having a decent ceiling. I just, when I look at the win total being nine, do I see a ceiling of 12? No. Yeah. Do I see a, a ceiling of eleven? Maybe in a perfect season where Dalvin Cook and the pass rush and the the offensive line clicks and everyone stays healthy. I, I just think the offensive line. The I have question on the coach. I have questions on the defense. When when's the last time a Vic Fangio disciple has led a good defense? It's a fair point. Moonoff <laughs> in the chat throwing out Kevin O'Connell, coach of the year. I, I think if you're high on the Vikings, that's certainly in the in the realm Is of that possibilities. How you play it? I I would. 
yeah, like if if the Vikings go twelve and five, I think he would Ooh. have a pretty good shot at coach of the year there. Now, again, to me, it's just like the the questions are all in the defense. Like I think the I think the Vikings offense is going to be competent. I think they're gonna be able to move the ball. I think they're gonna be able to put up some points. I think they have to. I yeah. think that's the way you say. It. I think they have to to even be a mediocre team. This offense has. To, I, I don't think they're going to be mediocre on defense. I just don't. I think they're going to be bad on defense. And well, I think, and they and they and they have a couple of like aging vets in the secondary that they're relying on. Like, I, I know switching from man to zone helped Patrick Peterson, but how much can you get out of him? The Vikings and, lost their defensive line coach, a guy again. I, I you're going to make fun of me because he came to the Giants, and that's why I'm very aware of this story, but. <laughs> He, by by all accounts, he was very revered as being a an absolute dog. If you want to hit the soundboard, and dog, you know Minnesota Vikings with Zimmer uh, and and the staff, they were able to materialize pressure. They played a certain brand of football, and you knew you knew they were going to have aggressive guys coming downhill and linebackers behind it who could ball out. And what don't they have this year, Sean? They don't. The, the pass rush is there, but it's shallow. And the linebackers are not necessarily there. And then you have a young back end. I just think the expectation well, it, for it, me is bad defense and above average to to really good offense. Well, and Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson both, you know, very good players in their prime, but past their prime. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know, you know, I'm not one to 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 talk down on Harry the Hitman, but um I, I think that could be an issue. And then Patrick Peterson. I, I think you know how long is he still a starter quality cornerback? I, I think there's a ton of questions there. Yeah, I mean, it, to to highlight the secondary like you did was correct, right? It's like it's a couple young guys and a couple old guys, and yeah, that might work. But if you're starting with a couple old guys and a couple young guys, it means you don't have a ton of depth either, and that's concerning. And I think when you look across the entire defense, you don't have a ton of depth. Depth, and then with, with the expectation that what if these guys get don't get coached up as as much? And yeah, I, I certainly think that the floor for the defense is very low, just like the ceiling for the offense is very high, right? If the offensive line clicks, they have a chance. I, I just, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, walking through the, I mean, they do have, you know, they don't have a super tough schedule. It's middle of the pack 16th easiest, according to uh, the strength of schedule, win total metric. Um, Did one, you know? Yes. Kevin O'Connell was the QB coach for Kirk cousins in Washington on the McVay Shanahan uh, staff. You like that? You like that? That 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 revered, legendary coaching staff of the Washington <laughs> Redskins. It is funny that Sean uh, they let Sean McVay go. Like the one <laughs> good thing they had going for them on the team, uh, one homegrown uh, talent, and they let him uh, walk out the door. That's Spe- kind of crazy. <laughs> specifically, the back end of their schedule is uh, on the easier side. So this could be a team that we look to maybe. You know, maybe they make a late run into the playoffs, and we have an opportunity to play to play against Kirk Cousins in the postseason. Oh, if the, if Vikings um, make the playoffs, I I'm I'm looking at auto. They do have chance. a a nine home game, seven like you know road game in opposing stadium uh, split because they do have an international game, so a, a little bit of schedule imbalance in their favor. They were you know you like to point out when teams are unlucky with the fumble luck, Sean. The uh, the Vikings were super lucky. Fifth fifth most uh, EPA from turnovers and they recovered 61% of their fumbles, which was good for third best in the league. Z- Zimmer again. Regression. Zimmer. <laughs> That's a dog Zimmer quality, right? Like go dog. get 
What do you see the you see the the things he's mounted in his life, both on the wall and in his bed, figuratively and literally. <laughs> uh, this is a man who gets what he wants. So I don't know if this is Kevin O'Connell going to be able to coach this up. Kevin O'Connell sounds like a fucking tax accountant. Like, is this guy going to have a dog in him? He's a he's a McVeigh runoff. At some point, the McVeigh runoffs are going to be a problem and going to be watered down, and they're not all going to be good. We just assume they're all going to be good. We just assume everyone's going to roll out there and be able to run this, this fucking scheme so far from what I can tell, I haven't seen a McVay disciple do anything without an elite quarterback. Zach Taylor was nothing until Joe Burrow decided to be the best fucking dude in the league for, for a month and a half. Dog. Would you, would you agree yeah, with that I, statement? I, I don't think Am the I, Bengals success was scheme based. I think it was Joe Burrow. That's what I mean, right? Like hanging in the pocket. At some point we have to like, I get it. Sean McVay, you know, he well, likes I, to shave I, his chest I guess, I and mean, take his shirt off. Sean McVay. I think his greatest coast coaching accomplishment was getting uh, Jared Goff to a super bowl. So yes. I will, I will tip my hat no, to no, Sean but, McVay but his, that. No one else has no one else from that. That, that no, tree. I, I would be, I would be pretty surprised if, if if he gets Kevin O'Connell gets uh, Kirk Cousins anywhere near sniffing the Super Bowl. All right, we're gonna walk through the schedule, talk about the 2022 odds. Speaking of odds, have you guys checked out Odds Trader yet? You should. Odds Trader, perfect place to compare all the major odds from the major sports books, including a uh, promo, sign up codes. Again, you want to get your best deal. And uh, also, it has a, a bet tracker so you can track your picks, your bets. Hey, I'm awesome at. Uh, MLB, I'm horrible at NHL. Whatever it is, you you need to put on the game tape. Scout yourself as a gambler. Plus, again, odds trader. You know, not only handicapping, but uh, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, player stats, game stats, projected game day weather. It's great to have all of that right in one place. And again, uh, odds shopping and some of the best sign-up codes. All you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we're also brought to you by IP vanish your lead pipe lock. When it comes to internet security, again, don't let browsing history, passwords, crypto banking information. You're doing so much sensitive things on the internet uh, that you don't want people to know about or have access to. Again, IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. You can use it on a uh, streaming device as well, like Fire Stick. We use it here for God's Eye in the SGPN studios. Highly recommend it. And again, a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you try it, you don't like it, 30 days, money back guarantee. And your the yearly plan, 70% off. IPVanish.com slash SGP. IPVanish.com slash SGP. Kramer, stock schedule. What do we got? All right. As I mentioned earlier, a fairly middle of the pack. Although I do, I do think when we walk through it, Sean, you're going to feel like this is not a very difficult schedule. Mm. First up green Bay at home. Not, not the best way to start your coaching tenure. I think that's going to be tough. At fired up Devon uh, fired up air. Oh, you think it's Devonte Adams, the hall of famer. I'll show you hall of fame. I, I do think people are vastly underestimating the John Wick sequel. We're about to say like John Wick's this the second John Wick was fucking good. People aren't expecting Aaron Rodgers to come out with some heat. Like he, oh. guy loves himself. He's gonna have a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he tries too hard, but I don't know. At Philly on Monday Night Football, Detroit at home, at New Orleans, uh overseas. Across the pond, as you like to say, Sean. 
So again, they're, they're starting that, London games that early. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um <laughs> the invasion begins. No, I, I always in my head they were always like November. I didn't realize they started them all the way in October. So I think the you know Packers always gonna be tough. Eagles at you know on the road Monday night. That's gonna be a tough spot for the Vikings. The spaceship is a decent home field edge. No, I agree. And and I like them Lions. Um the the Viking Saints game in London. I could see that going either way. You got two dome teams playing on that sloppy pitch. I, I think this I think is one, how in, you, one in three is certainly possible. Is, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it like this. If you can if you can disturb the interior of an offensive line and yeah. you can score points on the offensive side of the ball through the air, I, I'm gonna give you a legit shot to win or a you're going to win the game. So I'll say Eagles win, Packers win. They they uh they beat the Lions and I think they I'll say they beat the Saints. I'll go 2 and 2. Yeah, I'll go 2 and 2. Oh, you're going to All right, you're going to join. I, I was thinking 1 and 3. Uh, 2 and 2 is very possible. All right, next up. Chicago, the Bears at home at Miami, the Dolphins into the bye week, week 7. Then they come out of the bye week to face Kyler at home, and then on the road against the Commandos. Again, interesting schedule here. Winnable spots, also losable spots. I yeah, can totally are, see them winning <laughs> I against see the all Bears these, and all dropping these. the Dolphins. Uh, I, I kind of just want to skirt the two and two here and play it safe and and keep keep riding the. I, I just don't want to rely on this team early. You you pointed out all the reasons to be yeah. cautious about the defensive scheme. And so yeah, I, I think that that concerns me. So I'll I'll go two and two again. I'll shade conservative. Maybe it's like a more like a two and a half, Sean, if we wanted to be nerdy about it, but um they don't they don't offer half wins in the realm of the reality. So what are you going? Two and two? Yeah, it does feel like they could you know, maybe revenge game there, right? shows up. Cardinals. I'm. I. The they one hundred percent beat the Bears. The, yeah, the, I, the Bears are just like I don't think the Bears have a shot against the Vikings. Yeah, I'm. Point. I'm slightly higher on the Vi- on the Bears. But Kyler probably get that done. Kyler on the road though. Road no, Kyler. It's, they, it's home Kyler. What do you mean? It's in. It's they, in oh, sorry. Yeah, they're at home versus Kyler. Yes, yeah, road Kyler. I think they. I I think they, they might be that in game. that game. They win that game. Uh, in Miami's is a tough non-conference road spot, even though Tua obviously sucks. Yeah, I'll so say two I'll say two and two. Right. But to your point, if, if they win three there, I guess I'm not shocked. At Buffalo, loss. Dallas at home. Patriots at home on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's the night game. All right, mm, interesting. It'd be kind of fun. Kirk Cousins in prime time, and then the Jets at home. So again, like them to beat the Jets. Like them to lose to the Bills. Kirk Cousins in prime time. We're gonna fade that, right? Yeah, he, you he was good to. last year. I think we have to. You have to. <laughs> O'Connell versus. Uh, oh, I mean, rookie here, head coach. Rookie yes. head coach versus Bill Belichick. Short time to prepare. I'll give them the win two against the Cowboys. Two and two. Yeah, these. I know. This I'm gonna, feels like we're we're being pussies here. I think. What do you mean? I, I feel like we need to have a stance and not just sit sit on the fucking bar here. At Detroit. Colts at home, Giants at home, at Packers. So Packers loss, Giants win. Stop. Um, 
Colts at home. I could go either way. At Lions win. I I could see them closing out. Well, no, at Green Bay is going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be two and two again. There's a version where the Colts at this point are not very good. Matt Ryan goes away. They don't have a quarterback at all. They play defense. They run the ball. I, I just think the Vikings would be able to outscore a team like that at home. Uh, you know, as much as I, the Giants, Giants are not a, as a franchise. Just ever since they beat the shit out of the Vikings in a game that Vikings fans claim that uh, signals were stolen, radio signals were tapped. Uh, ever since that. Giants haven't Eli never played well against the Vikings. I think there was at least one three interception game against the maybe even three pick six game. Uh so I'll go two and two. I'll I'll say they win their home games. Yeah, I mean, this team is gonna be very middling because I think their offense can carry them some games. And your point, uh, the teams with good defensive lines at Chicago. Loss out. For the playoffs. Loss. 100% loss. I I'm I'm on the under. What did I have him 8 and 9? Yeah. That's perfect. That is a that is a Minnesota Vikings record. I, you know what? I like that too because that is the kind of game that Kirk Cousins. That's that's like kneeling the ball out with 2 seconds <laughs> oh on the God. clock. And um, when you're supposed to spike it, the be- that is a That game. is an all-timer. Now I need to go back. Did I give the Bears oh, I, shit. I might might need to update my Bears projection to five. Let's see what would that make the Bears. That would I, I Bears potentially a four win team, maybe not a three win team like I said because I didn't give them the win. I'm gonna give them the win that last game. I like I like the way you did that. So I'm also eight and nine. So you can take you can take the under nine at minus one hundred five, which I'm I'm obviously yeah. Let's on. do that. Let's do that. To win the NFC North at plus two seventy five is is not good odds for me. I, I, again, I think. We'll get to it with Green Bay, but I still think this is Green Bay's division to lose. Do I have all? I mean, again, the the Bears are the fun wild card in my mind because you're getting them at fourteen to one versus plus two seventy five, and miss playoffs at minus one twenty seven. Yes, please. All right, this doesn't strike me as a playoff. Here are the predictions from this division from us so far: Bears three and fourteen, asterisk four and thirteen for me, eight and nine for you, Lions six and eleven for both of us. Vikings eight and nine for both of us. No one's over five hundred in this division yet. This is what I mean. It's the (laughs) NFC North. Are we shocked? Uh, Yeah, because I think the Vikings could could surprise. But yeah, I'm with you. I I think the more that I went through the schedule, the more I feel the ceiling case is a push at nine. I mean, this is how it looked last year, right? Um, They're gonna play (laughs) in a lot of close games. This is uh, this is funny because I have. I have the Vikings and Bears both going eight and nine. But look at look at last year: Packers thirteen and four, Vikings eight and nine, Bears six and eleven, uh, Lions three thirteen and one. And I, you know, I think if any of these teams surprise, it's going to be the Bears. And I still think it's the Packers team to lose. I know they lost Devontae Adams, but you they act like that. You know, you Aaron Rodgers is dead. I mean, I know he's gotten into this weird Nick Cage. Phase of his Dude, life, he, but he is alive and well. Mode. Fuck you, man. It's full John. It's the sequel. I mean, he's he's metaphorically turning. The Packers into are going to have nine home games. They were eight and zero last year. I mean, I, I I just and they have the most continuity out of all these teams. Every other team how, is either having a new head coach or they're the Lions. How many games are the Vikings favored by 
more three or more points. How many times will they be favored by a field goal or more? AKA clearly a better team. Uh, I can tell you on the look ahead numbers, it's four. Yeah. That sounds about right. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets up to five or, you know, as far as time, well, they're, they're, favored. they're favored by a point at new Orleans. They're favored by a point at home well, against at, not Arizona. at New Orleans. That's in London. Sorry on the road. And at, that could go either way. And they're favored by a point and a half against new England. They're favored by two at Detroit. There are some small point and a half at Chicago. So uh, this is certainly a team that's projected to play a lot of close games. And uh, again, like I, do you, do you think Zimmer is the reason they were losing those games last year? You think it was Kirk cousins? Huh? I don't know why we're just assuming it was Mike Zimmer. You like that? You I mean, like that? in the in the case where he wasn't doing a good job coaching, he wasn't even involved because he was thinking about his off-field activities. <laughs> Fucking love Mike Zimmer. I hate the nerds. Hate Mike Zimmer. Weird. All right. So eight and nine under. Yep. I I don't have much to. There's not much to me throw to throw out here. Uh, I thought, you know, based on the. The the fact that I I feel like there's a high likelihood that they do have a bad defense, and I think there's a pretty good chance they have a good offense. I do think that potentially, you know, could Dalvin Cook lead the league in rushing yards? My hmm. my big takeaway yes. on the on the Vikings is I need to have more of them in fantasy. Yeah, well, I'm getting to that. So Dalvin Cook most rushing yards is ten to one. He's the fourth favorite. He's See, I I guess what I worry about there is a workload. It does seem like they're going to be passing more and be injury stuff, because he's 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 consistently gets banged up at some point. I feel like if you're going to lead the league in in rushing, you got to play all 17 games. I would rather would rather I, go someone a little bit younger. I think in the case where things go really well, he's he's putting up ridiculous numbers. So he's putting up like a Jonathan Taylor type pace early. And yeah, to your point, he's got to stay healthy. But he, if you look at his game, like he's he's missed. He's missed a game consistently, but he's only missed a game or two. So if he really blows it out, like I think he, there's a chance he no, could have maybe, a season maybe he'll where he be does facing it in lighter, 16 games. He'll be facing maybe lighter boxes. I think that yeah, would be your game. I mean, just looking at the uh the amount of points per game the Vikings let up. Last year, 25.1 points per game. 2020, they let up 29.7 points per game. So I, I just think Over team. new defensive coordinator. And bringing in the young talent in the back end of the secondary, which they probably want to play, get them some experience. I think it's just going to be tough. But yeah, to your point, I could see this team going over a bunch, right? And we aren't total guys. Hashtag, Hashtag not really, uh, not much of a total guy. But yeah, I, 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 it's just tough to get them. So here's the the, the ceiling case is uh, is is tough to put together for Kirk Cousins. Here, so here's maybe the way you play the Dalvin Cook angle, because I because I think we're gonna see if you like if you like the Vikings especially Dalvin Cook to rush for at least 200 yards in any game. Is eight to one? Is that is that juicy enough for you? Probably not, right? Eight to one, Dalvin Cook 200 yards in any game. I kind of like that better than um, definitely. I like that better than him to have the most rushing yards, ten to one. Yeah, what as how how many he's had some 200 yard games before, right? Kirk Cousins to have third no that's I'm gonna stop saying that because we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, I, I just I I'm just not. Yeah, you had a 200 yard game last year uh, against the Steelers at home. What are their odds to win the division, Sean? Plus 275. That to me is crazy. Again, I would much rather have the Chicago Bears 
at fourteen to one than the Vikings at plus two seventy. Just gonna bet the Packers. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. I mean, the Packers at minus one ninety. It's it I feels to, chalky, but dude, they thirteen and they win thirteen games every year. I just the everything has to go. There's so much, so many new things on the defense. New head coach for the defense to. I, I guess their their ceiling case is everything works on the defense. New guy rookies are playing at a high level. The yeah. scheme change completely works, and the DC is is nailing the play calling stuff. Because if all that clicks together, then yeah, they do have a super high ceiling. I just think there's so much that can go wrong. I, oh, I just stumbled into something. Sure. Do they have a backup? Backup. I mean, we know how we know how Mike Zimmer felt about. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Remember when he was asked about his oh, backup? Yeah. Do you He's like, see I've it? seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I see enough in practice. Uh, let me pull up the the depth chart. But Kirk Cousins to lead the league in interceptions, John. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Forty to one. Okay. All right. Is so that, is that worth the sprinkle? Does is the leash long enough? Sean Mannion, he's a clipboard holder, and Kellen Mond, who did something to Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer didn't <laughs> like him. That's for sure. Is that, is that a, is that something worth forty to one worth dabbling there, or is that just we, we have just too many obvious choices that are just going to sail by anything Kirk Cousins? Can All right, do. so last year, um, yeah, who led the? I'm I'm seeing it was a tie between Trevor Lawrence and Matt Stafford. What was the number? Seventeen. Seventeen. So that you know, for him to get up there, Kirk Cousins, his previous. Career high was 13. He's done that twice in 2020 and in uh, 2017. Again, you can, you know, that's kind of an interesting. Oh, wait, hold on. 2017 was the year that O'Connell was his quarterback's coach. 13. Ooh, <laughs> for the Washington, uh, then yeah. Redskins. 27 right. touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Because that- Matt, Matt Stafford had 17. He had 41 touchdowns, but yeah. They, they I, went seven and nine. Everything gonna be, is really They're going to be throwing the ball more. All right, I, you talked me into Let's this. Do it. Kirk Cousins most INTs forty to one because they're not going to pull Cousins. They just aren't. You, and you he think- could he could get to like eighteen, seventeen if he's if they're again. Ryan, the the head coach came from the Rams. The Rams quarterback Matt Stafford tied for the league lead in interceptions. Mm. God damn, we're fucking we're, genius. We're tying all the the pieces of yarn together. It all comes together. With a guy who once kneeled the ball with two seconds left on the clock. <laughs> the most, emba- the most embarrassing part was uh, the Eagles. They were playing the Eagles and they still lost that game. He got down to like the five yard line and then accidentally kneeled it instead of spiking it. It's still one of the great all time moments um, as yeah, an Eagles fan. And also, we didn't really get to it up top, but I, I meant to bring this up. The last thing I'll say is like Mike Zimmer, like, the idea of skull, a big Viking, Mike Zimmer, like pelts on his wall. It made sense. Now you're bringing in a fucking nerdy uh, Sean McVay disciple. This guy was holding <laughs> shot. I mean, I, I just worry like are, are the Viking is the Viking blood going to run through Kevin O'Connor? Well, and, and um, Kirk cousins didn't get along with uh, Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer was calling him out a bunch. Well, uh, they, they got into it a little bit on the sidelines. Do you think they probably Kev- didn't need to turn the corner? Kevin O'Connell's okay with him building his plexiglass uh, <laughs> quarterback room bubble. Oh God! Remember that? That was fun. Kirk Cousins really is just an all-time dildo. We do like that, Kirk. 
we do like that. Yeah, I, the the most interceptions is a really fun way to play. Yeah. I, but um, I guess if you're on the the high side of the uh, Minnesota Vikings, I think Kevin O'Connell, Coach of the Year, is is not a bad bet. If you if you think this Vikings team can win 11, 12 games, um, you know, a, a new head coach who you know boosts you up essentially. Uh, well, that's a problem too. Is like they were they were eight and nine last year. So if you win 11 games, that's only a three game difference. That's usually need almost a little bit more than that. I, I think they would have to get to 12 and five uh, for him to cash I, that. But if you, if, if you like the Vikings, I, I guess that would be the way to play it in the futures market. Right? Yeah. I mean, obviously Kirk cousins, never going to win an MVP, no sort of fun, long shot stuff there. Uh, cousins, most touchdowns, 20 to one. No, no passing yards. 18 to one. That's uh Ooh. again that that's intriguing. Because we play both. I'll pl- which one? D- no, Touch, not passing yards. Yeah, passing yards. Yeah, I'm gonna play that because isn't there a version where this team is down two touchdowns every game? Well, not every game. They have some easy games, but I certainly think they're gonna Giants sling are on the slate. Oh, stop it. Um. Your yeah. Game. Let me just. So yeah, last year Brady had fifty three sixteen. I thought I, no, we're not betting this. <laughs> no, I mean Matt Stafford third in the league in passing yards and tied for the league lead in interception. I think the Matt Stafford case where he gets high four thousands, low five thousands. I I think all right, I'll I'll put it most passing yards Kirk Cousins eighteen to one. But I will say this: no, Matt, I'll just let you play that. Matt Stafford. I don't Stafford, have to root for a minute of these situations. <laughs> Matt Stafford is greater than Kirk Cousins in my eyes. Yeah, uh, Mudoff throwing out uh, Jefferson to lead the league in receiving yards. I I like that. He's chalk though. But yeah, I don't know if the if the price is that he's interesting. Like, he's literally the chalk. I think he's. I'll look it up. Right and now. I definitely, the more I think about it, I'm gonna put up. Um, forget where I have him off the top of my head, but Justin Jefferson deserves to be neck and neck. I think with Mike Evans in my fantasy football <clears throat> rankings, um, eight to one. Eight to one. Yep. I don't hate that. I mean, he could Cooper Cup this year. Yeah, he really could. So high on Justin Jefferson for fantasy, high on this team for fantasy, not necessarily for the win total. Uh, so I got him going under. Give me the under at uh, whatever under nine you can get. Uh, Miss playoffs minus one twenty seven, and then Kirk Cousins most interceptions forty to one. Kramer, recap what you got for the folks. All right, I was I was gonna because we we would people would get upset if the alt god didn't bring up the alt. Oh yeah, Uh, over under uh, uh, over ten is plus two hundred. Under eight is plus two hundred. Do we take a swing at under eight? Feels it feels like that's the window that they're gonna be in, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Under eight plus two hundred. That's pretty nice. Uh, A lot of the the unders have been. Yeah, I'll add I'll add under eight plus two hundred. I'll join you. Because I think I was even being a little generous there. I don't uh, we, see this team bottoming out, but I would I would see them bottoming out before I would see them. But isn't doesn't like, their rebuild? They got a new GM too. Like, like, I mean, they, doesn't their rebuild potentially not involve Kirk Cousins? So maybe this is a a bit of a rebuild. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll also go. So under under nine, miss playoffs minus one twenty seven. Under eight plus two hundred. Kirk Cousins most interceptions forty to one. Let's right. go. I'm also on the under. I'm also on under eight plus two hundred. Interesting. The missed playoffs that, that that's gonna feel like a lock later, but I'll let you stand alone there. And then I have cousins most ints plus four thousand. Cousins most passing yards eighteen to one. 
That's a f- just give me a week eight where he's in the lead. <laughs> Let him get there. It's all you need to do. They do play in a dome. They do play dome football. They do. They got right. a bunch of games in the dome. All right. Thank you guys as always for tuning in the sports gambling podcast. Hop in the discord sports slash discord. Again, live show. You can call in uh Thursday afternoon, four 30. As we count down the kickoff to the hall of fame game. Uh, I know I'm going to be jacked up for that. Obviously uh, always appreciate a nice rating review over on Apple podcasts, screenshot you submitting a review and uh, send it in on the app. Just click contest. Nice little form. We can fill out there. Merch Monday, giving away free gear every Monday, AKA merch Monday. And, and instead of, instead of just the shirt, we're going to upgrade it to a uh, $35 gift card. So you can do whatever you want there mm. in the SGPN store store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Thought you were going to say puzzle. <laughs> Pu- puzzle puzzles also yes. Draft day two is happening. <laughs> uh, drafting for Daryl. It's going to kick off August 9th, noon Pacific. Plenty more details on that coming up. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he's Ryan. We are going to miss Kirk cousins when he's gone. You like that? Kramer. Like that. <laughs> Let it ride.